Welcome to Get Down's podcast. Uh, it's just me today, and I have a guest, uh, a new, a new guest for our latest segment of the whole getting uh, growing up Downs. Um, so I, I don't know if we're going to call it like an interview process, or we definitely have questions this time. We definitely, definitely oh, have questions. prepared stuff. Yeah. So this is JB. Hi everyone. <laughs> JB's my husband and was on the list, but not at the top, but now he's been bumped to the top because Sarah and I have been really sick lately. Um, I actually got COVID last week and we've been locked in the house and quarantining and- We are stuck together even more so than we were before. <laughs> that we are. <laughs> so the first question that we are trying to get people to answer is, what makes you a Downs? Or what do you think makes someone a Downs? Oh, that's a really interesting question. Right, isn't it terrifying? It kind of is because, I mean... It's terrifying. <clears throat> your family is very eccentric. <laughs> that's a nice way to put it. Very I nice like way that. To put that. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I feel, like, I feel like to some extent probably like the acceptance from your father yeah. kind of made me feel more part of the family than anything else <laughs> it's not like he was a mean man or anything like that but like clearly he had opinions about people oh definitely <laughs> so so having um having him kind of bring you into the family is is a real um i don't know it's it's a real like a milestone yeah i guess like, like it's, it's like a gold star kind of like he likes me i mean to be fair dad was pretty like you know, a grizzly old man, if you would, a very unkept <laughs> old man, kind of terrifying, you know. But yeah, I, I mean, can I can see that. Your mom loves everybody. Of course, she's the mayor. She loves. Yeah, she talks. She talks and loves everybody. So, um, and then there's your sister and your brother, who I didn't really interact with much in the beginning of our relationship. I'd say. I mean, That's your brother true. was in the army, and and Marines. I didn't really. Um, sorry, Marines. <laughs> I, I was forget which one that's okay um <clears throat> we'll always correct you uh, yeah and uh yeah he was that he was in that and then your what was your sister doing your sister had moved out oh she lived in the basement so i just never saw her <laughs> it's an apartment <laughs> well yeah but it's still the basement yeah, but, yeah she lived in the basement and was going to school she had her own chest. kitchen yeah, and everything she's, she's a little older than me so i think <gasps> when we first started dating that wasn't like you know Here's my big sister. Yeah. You know? Yeah. To be fair, we've dated a couple times. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we have dated a couple times. So I guess that leads into like the next question of how well, I I guess really not. How did we meet, JV? How did we meet? Yes. Um well I'd say we Two -part officially question. Yeah, well we officially met in high school. Yes. Um we dated for a short period of time in junior year, I think, because you wanted a date to the to the, <laughs> the prom, prom, right? Oh, that was so bad. And uh, we ended up dating for like like a couple month. weeks, yeah, <laughs> baby tops, if that. And then we broke up, and yep. then after senior year, at the end of senior year, uh, the end of that year actually is when yeah. we got together. Yeah, uh, and actually had our first two dates on the same day. Yep, two dates, guys. You heard him right. <laughs> two dates. <laughs> yeah, might have dropped her off a little early, and then called her back for. Uh, was it the movie? The movie was second, right? Yeah, we went yeah. to dinner first, or mm -hmm. an early lunch. Yeah. Yep. And then Relationship a movie. Bills. Do you remember what movie we saw? 
I don't. I don't either. I've, to be fair, we have the worst memory between the two of us. What would have come out in the end of 2007 that we would have watched? I don't know. I have no idea. Transformers just, I have no idea. Yeah. No, because we, we did Transformer Tuesdays with the guys, with like the Robertsons and stuff. Yeah. Because we used to go every Tuesday to watch Transformers until they took it out of the theater. Because we're stupid. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but then there's the precursor to me meeting you. Yeah. When it was McRae's birthday. Mm-hmm. And we still don't know which birthday it was. But my dad had made a catapult. It was uh, a small catapult that shot water balloons. A trebuchet. Uh, no, it's not a trebuchet. It's I know a different, it's not. Come on. I know. But I like saying <clears throat> Just because you want to quote something. <laughs> yeah, Age of Empires. <laughs> yeah. Trebuchet. Trebuchet. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So so he, he made a catapult and... Um, uh, Mike McRae was in my Cub Scout group, and so we went to his birthday party, and we were shooting off water balloons and having a good time running around, and I don't really remember you at that party, but oh, I Oh, do... I don't remember you at all no, at that party. But I, I just know this guy brought a catapult, <laughs> and I was like, that is amazing. I do remember your dad. Of course. Because obviously he only had one arm. <laughs> yeah. But he had drawn, uh, I believe, dragons. <laughs> yeah. It was red dragons on his uh, prosthetic. That's uh, His claw. And I just, I, to this day, I still remember the old man in the in the brim hat, oh my the God. straw brim hat, and the tattoos that I, he drew on himself. I think the funniest thing about the, the straw hat thing is that it is like a, a symbol in our family now. Like, I feel like all the all my uncles, as they've gotten older, and including my brother, all own a straw hat <laughs> that makes them look like they've been gardening and working in the fields for years and years. And I mean, to be fair, some of them probably do, but it's just like, geez, when did that become our family symbol? A straw hat. <laughs> uh, your dad started it. a lot of crazy stuff. I know so. he did <laughs> a lot of crazy things. Yeah. I don't remember you at that party. Um, Michael has, I mean, we were not always at the apartment, but you know, we were always with him any given time we were younger. So I knew he was in Boy Scouts, but nope, I don't remember you or if your brother was there. I don't even remember if your dad at that point. But I mean, he's the he's the crazy guy that brought the catapult. Oh, so I know. Clearly you do know. Well, I don't. I don't remember like him. Him. I just remember the catapult. Yeah. And I think that was the party that I got locked in Michael's bathroom by his cat Tiger, who was very territorial of her litter box. That's really funny. It's not. That cat was a menace. It is to me. But yeah, so we've known each other for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we've been together for 15, uh, just shy of 15 years. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> the end of this year will be 15 years, yeah. I, I think it's funny too when people ask like, oh, how long have you actually been together? And we tell them and then in my brain, I'm like, how have we not gotten sick of hanging out with each other? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, it's really weird. Um... So, JD. <laughs> What's your next question, Megan? <laughs> so we said how we met. We talked about the dating. Uh, this is the part I'll cut out. Dramatic. <laughs> Acting. Pause. Uh, <clears throat> late great calculus. <laughs> R.I.P. Twice. Do you have any stories about dad? Do I have any stories about dad? Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like I have more collective stories. Like, in my head, so many times we hung out, like, shooting BB guns in the backyard. <laughs> uh, you know, just 
drinking a couple beers in the back porch or something. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, when he called me when I caught the squirrel. Oh my god. <clears throat> I set up a live trap in their backyard, which I mean, he'd had that live trap back there for forever. I don't even know how long, <laughs> you know, before me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he he had bird seed and stuff, so I've set up some bird seed. I set up the live trap, and and uh, he called me at work one day, and. I couldn't pick up for whatever reason and he left me a voicemail and he was plastered <laughs> and he just he's just rambling on about how I, I caught one and uh, he oh. couldn't get the spray paint out in time because he forgot before he opened the trap so he couldn't spray paint its tail oh my god uh, that's the best voicemail ever I still have it yeah thank, <clears throat> don't ever get rid of it no I'm no, so never. mad I got rid of all of mine it saved it saved in, in my email Ugh. I was able to send it uh, so to good. my email but yeah I, I oh, a tarad- calling out with pterodactyls. That's always oh. a fun one. I mean, it didn't happen with me specifically, but <laughs> um, anything to get out of work with that man. Anything, to get anything out of work. any excuse. <laughs> he definitely knew how to take his sick time. That's for sure. <laughs> any time off, that man was on it. Not to go anywhere, <laughs> just to be home. And I mean the classic blue robe. Oh, classic, and the du- and the slippers with mm-hmm. duct tape on them. I mean, what else do you want in life? Oh, and you know, the one or the two stories about his art. The ceiling, dragon, oh. that no one saw as a dragon. No one did. Until we finally sat in his chair. Oh my God. And when we sat in his chair after he passed and you look up, you could see the dragon on the wall that he'd yeah. been talking about. Yeah. So that water stain had been there forever. And he was like, you guys don't see it? You don't see it? And that crazy... You could only see it from his angle. Only. And I think that was the most depressing part about it all was like, no one ever saw this dragon. And even after he got his paints and pens and markers and sat up there on a stepladder and painted it, no one still saw it. Oh, yeah. and, but after he died, I sat in his chair and I started crying because it was like, a son of a bitch was right. Yeah. It's a dragon. It was just from his angle. And there was just no other way to be in that area nope. unless you were in that chair. Absolutely insane. And then there's the painting. Art man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then there's the painting we have downstairs of uh, the old man with the shadow behind Oh, him. I don't like that one. I know. He didn't either. Because creepy. And, he scared himself with his own art. But no one knew why. Everyone just knew that he hid it away and, and well, Mom was said upside down. She saw the face. No, she said she never saw the face. Oh. She said she did not know. She never knew why. He never liked it. But it was always turned upside down and in the corner. Did we bring a haunted painting into our house? Probably. Oh, God. I love it, though. It's. I mean, it's my background for work meetings now. That's terrifying. Has anyone ever asked you at work <laughs> yeah. what that is? And you told them? Yep. Can we tell, start telling them that it's a haunted painting? Sure. Awesome. I love this. That's great. <laughs> It was upside down and covered. How is that not a great story for a haunted painting? But yeah, it, behind behind <laughs> the main the main person, the old man in the painting, mm-hmm. is just the shadow, and in the shadow is um, not the outline of a face, but the details of a face. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely see the eye socket and the nose. <clears throat> but yeah, we have a lot of dad's art in this house. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat. Coughing. All that jazz. <coughs> I know, <laughs> get them all out. <laughs> Did you ever find something at our house whenever you, not that you really hung out at our house too much, you were more like invited for parties and stuff during high school, and then some of the armor parties we had at the house. Mm-hmm. Did you ever take away anything from our family's kind of, you know, free spiritedness that you just didn't find at home? I mean, that's tough because I have, I have so many homes, right? I, oh, I, that's you know, true. I, I mean, <clears throat> it, it's one of those things where, you know, my parents were divorced. 
they both had their own homes. I had the home I grew up in on, on uh, Birch Road, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean most the most I remember of my my dad's homes was the one in Situate uh, on William Henry. And I mean we used to just run around and, and play in the woods and stuff all day, and then come back you know before it got dark. So nice. I, I mean, and then obviously growing up, I always went to friends' houses and stuff like that. Like uh, James, his his parents, I always considered that their house uh, one of my homes. Mm-hmm. Friend David, uh, Luke. David. And um, and Kyle, and it's just one of those things where I I took something from everybody's home. Yeah. Um, I mean, with with the Downs house in particular, I'm I'm trying to think because I, I, so many people have had an impact on my life. It's always hard to pinpoint exactly where things come from. It's true. Um, I mean, I'd say animals. The the love of animals, animals from your yeah. house. Oh I, yeah, I mean, we, yeah. You guys, I can see that. I mean, it was. But the thing is, it wasn't just the dogs and the cats and stuff. You know, obviously we had the hamster for that trip period of time. Oh my and, god. R.I.P. My um, brother. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, I mean, hawks and and rabbits and just stuff in the backyard and you know conversations you know I have about your dad with hunting in the in the woods up in uh, not the, was it woods or was it like a plain I don't know up in uh, the main place. Oh, it was the woods up was in Augustus, Maine. I've only ever seen the one forest. Yeah, I've only ever seen the one photo. Uh, the fox story. The fox story yeah. with Reggie. Yeah. Oh, God, Reggie. <laughs> No, mom still has him. I I feel like he needs a facelift <laughs> and a new bunny. <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah, nature's always been a big part of our family. Uh, I mean, dad used to take us on death marches through the <laughs> through now what are homes uh, up in Lincoln. I mean, they're all beautiful mansions now, but before they were just woods and marshland, and he I literally would call them death marches, and then we just trudge through the woods and get cut and find bugs and snakes and frogs and turtles my god you ever dam up like a little river or anything no um but when we were in maine i was very young but i remember going to this like big open valley with like all my my obviously my brother and sister and our older like not our blood cousins but our cousins and i think i don't know if it was dad or uncle peter that was with us but it he called it a moose trap and I don't know what that means. Um, all I remember was it was a pretty decent sized, not valley, but like open area in the woods. And then these massive logs were were, were were put in a position where they were blocking like the biggest way out kind of deal that wasn't mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, all the trees. There was, it was easy movement. And I guess that's where they would, not that they would hunt moose, but at least to go see them. And they would just graze in this area I never saw it, but the idea of it was terrifying. I mean, to a child. moose are moose are insanely crazy creatures. Anyway, yeah. One of my favorite moose facts is that uh, one of their biggest predators is the killer whale. Oh, I love this! I like that's it's right. insane because they swim in that that that, that part of the the, yep. the water and the the orca can come up. I hate killer whales. They're the they're the jerks of the sea. I hate them. I hate them. Killers they're, in their name. They are terrifying. <laughs> they are terrifying. <laughs> That took a turn. It did. <laughs> but while we're there, have you seen the videos on SeaWorld of like the killer whales just like going back and forth in these tiny little pens? Like the aerial from, shot? From like 2006? I have no idea where they're from, <laughs> but they keep popping up on my TikTok and it is the most sad thing in the entire world. I'm pretty world. sure they stopped 
capturing killer whales because they don't have, yeah, but they don't have any in captivity. Uh, I mean, they might still be some from the prior oh my God. existence, but as far as I was so aware, sad. they were they were stopping that. Um, I mean, the whole thing is obviously we put creatures in captivity all the time, um, right? Preservation zoos, whatever, whatever it happens to be, but um, <clears throat> killer whales are. are I can't, I can't say killer whales are different, but basically we don't have the habitat set up to take care of them like right. they should be. Yeah. Which is what the problem is. Definitely. I, um, we used to, Sarah and I used to, with the kids used to go to, you know, the Roger Park Zoo all the time, every weekend, which was fantastic. And then like after going for a while, I realized like some of the animals were just bored. Like they just end up, I mean, I know animals are like, you know, our dog sleeps most of the day, but either you wouldn't see the animals or they would just be doing nothing. There was nothing to do in this, in this, however well and capped environment they had, it was just there staring. And it was kind of sad. I, uh, I, I think it made me think of, well, it, it made me think, think, think of thinking. <laughs> <laughs> When we went to Dublin and we went to the zoo and it was that zoo blew me away because there were like no cages There was like glass where it was appropriate, but like These animals were open to the air the general public the only thing keeping you from those damn monkeys was Their you know the fact that they didn't want to get to you and a, a little bit of water Like it was insane and there you could see the animals. They all seemed pretty entertained like they were in their enclosures doing having fun or just living their best lives. Yeah, I loved that zoo. That was that was a lot of fun. Oh, that was uh, so good. And that was just one of those spur of the moment things that we did. You know, too. people always looked at me weird when I told them that we, that's what we did on our first day there and they're like, what? "Why would you go to the, to go to a zoo?" I'm like, "It's a We walked around a, the park that it was between yeah. us and the zoo and we were like, "Hey, there's a zoo." I'm like, "It's the best <laughs> zoo I've ever been to ever." Well, I mean, so far. <laughs> Who knows? If we go to another country, we're gonna find their zoo and we're gonna go to it. Maybe this will be our thing. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'd go to Australia just to, to the Steve Irwin Zoo or whatever it's called now. I don't know what it's called, but the one Steve Irwin worked at and his whole family. Oh yeah, yeah, there, so. yeah. Oh, I'd go to that one in a yeah. heartbeat. Are you kidding me? They are like the world's treasure. Mm -hmm. That family, that bloodline. <laughs> so you took away nature from our family. I think that's pretty good. I think that's a pretty good impression to leave on someone. Now, you've heard it once, you've heard it twice, three times, four times, five times. I hate Star Wars, and I love Star Wars. Yeah, the best Star Wars fans hate Star Wars. I know. Does that, <clears throat> does that make me, like, like... But I, like, hate, hate Star Wars. I'm not just, I'm not just gonna, like, like, you know... <laughs> I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not just shitting on Star Wars to shit on Star Wars. Like, I think, like, okay. I don't hate Star Wars, I hate Star Wars fans. That's right on the nail, right? That's, that's... I mean, the... Part of the problem is, you know, when you continuously uh, revitalize a property like that and you try to bring some of the newer technologies into it, things like that, things get overlaid and, and, and you lose what the original source was, right? So how much of these TV shows and movies and stuff now are have anything to do with the original trilogy? Right, and the the books <clears throat> went well beyond the original trilogy, obviously. Yeah. But everything, I don't, I don't know. Everything now just. I think the biggest thing is we grew up in a time period where 
Star Wars was kind of lame. Yes. Um, <clears throat> everything you had to find to Star Wars um, was either in the video games or the books, you know, other than the, the prequel trilogy, which was, you know, amazing when it came out, obviously aged terribly. Mm. Uh, but it's, it's so hard because Star Wars isn't Star Wars anymore right it's it's just a I cultural mean, phenomenon that's and it, it always has been but it's a new era's cultural phenomenon so I, I, think, I think star wars is still star wars with like uh, a twist because all right so uh, a lot of the books that i read and a lot of the fandoms i'm a part of there's one creator and if they do something with another creator then it becomes something else star wars had one creator and then he didn't and now it has a thousand creators there's so many people that have touched star wars that whatever you want to call canon or not canon i don't care you can fight about that on the internet but i think disney can fight you about it whatever (laughs) come come at me mouse uh but it doesn't matter because it's it's just so like you know we grew up on mostly the books for the extended universe and i know there are fans out there who are still like they have all of that knowledge in their brains they have every single story of their favorite character in their head still and then they were told that that's not true we're gonna rewrite everything which is fine i guess i'm not gonna lie i was pretty mad about it for about two weeks (laughs) passionately mad about it but i get it like you know it's it's someone else's project now they're gonna do what they need to do to make this work and it did it worked star wars is as popular as ever now it's it's cool to like star wars again it's i mean it's just cool to be a nerd in general that's true we do live in a very you know i remember going to the first Rhode Island comic-con and seeing the people that used to make fun of me at that Rhode Island comic-con and it's funny because that I, was years that later was, too i i was baffled I was, I was like why are you here why are you standing where i stand that's not i don't know people can change and that's fine but i will never forget Never but forget. the thing, the thing with those people in oh, particular Jesus. is, is they've always been uh, cha- trend chasers. Those were the cool That's kids true. in high school. They want to be doing the, the cool, cool thing. Cool thing now. <clears throat> I mean, hell, some of them are <clears throat> closet nerds. We don't necessarily know because we weren't friends with them. But uh, true. That's true. I, I will say, uh, w- one of the the popular kids in our class uh, was a closet nerd. I think he was a nerd, but I just never spoke to him or. We never interacted because that was not my circle. I, I, that was not my circle. But he, oh, years ago, reached out to me on Instagram and we talked about Lord of the Rings all the time to this day. Anything new for Lord of the Rings comes out, he is in my DMs and we are talking about it. Wow. Biggest nerd ever. And I was like, where, where is all of this coming from? <laughs> but they, I'm so glad he did because, like, it's, it's nice to have that, you know, nostalgic connection of high school and, like, we could have been friends then. Why were we not friends but then? But that's the thing that wasn't the cool thing to do. So people that's who like that, like now I'm sure people who like, you know, sports and stuff get picked on in school sports. or something. Like it's, <laughs> it's gotta be something stupid, right? There's some... Are you telling me it wasn't cool to have a life-size cardboard cutout of Legolas in your room no, in high school? Weird. Are you telling me it wasn't cool to have a birthday party for Orlando Bloom on his birthday? No, that was just With your friends? No, that was weird? That's weird still. (laughs) To be fair, people, I don't do that anymore. And it was a running joke in our house because Orlando Bloom shares the same birthday as my brother. And I would always make the birthday cake for my brother and write Orlando Bloom on it because I'm an asshole. Oh my god, that's so mean. Love you, Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) But it's funny. 
Ugh, the power of fangirls is amazing. But Star Wars, <laughs> I, I segued really hard into the Lord of the Rings and nerd stuff, I'm sorry. <laughs> Back to Star Wars. I mean, we could just skip Star Wars at this point. No. <laughs> <laughs> we got really into Star Wars, though. And after, uh, well, I got you and Mark into cosplay when we were fresh out of high school and <clears throat> going into college. Um, but I think cosplay wasn't really a thing for... Well, we got you to cosplay in high school, didn't we? Yeah, because we went to Kineticon and Anime Boston. Was I dressed... I don't think I was dressed up at that Kineticon. You were dressed... Was it Kineticon or Anime Boston that I dressed up at? It was Kineticon. You were dressed up as Arashi from Paradise Kiss, right? I'm trying to remember, but that was 2007, yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> um, I know, we keep kicking the table. <laughs> uh, but that was anime, and I knew you liked some animes, but not a lot of animes. And hanging out with, with you and Mark and that gang, I don't think Mark was really into anime. I don't think he's... No ever no. been into anime but star wars yeah everyone was a fan of star wars at that point and i was like you know we can dress up as these characters right and they were i just remember him being very excited to be a mandalorian and guys this was in 2008 2007 like nope nobody knew what a mandalorian was mm -hmm. it was a mandolin oh my favorite my favorite was power rangers when we dressed up in those suits oh yeah yeah power rangers and i used to get stormtroopers i used to get uh baby boba fett a lot Mm. Baby Boba Fett. That was fun. But yeah, we started dressing up as Mandalorians then. And I think there were some Jedi in there, and I had a really bad costume of Mara Jade. And was it. The Chewbacca. The Chewbacca. I was gonna say, was it you or Max that got the Chewbacca? I, I got the Chewbacca. Ruby's when we costume. Max. Oh my god, that thing was just plastic and fake fur. God, it was disgusting. <laughs> it was disgusting. So bad. But yeah, we, we did Star Wars cosplay a long time ago, and we really got into the Mandalorian stuff. Um, we uh, I was very frequent on the Dented Helmet, and then later on the Mandalorian Mercs, which was kind of a big part of our, our friend group yeah. for a while. I, I mean, mean, we met a lot of people through that too, so yeah. people we still talk to today, which is always nice. Uh, I mean, we did... I still remember getting accepted. Oh my on god! The, the as an official member. <laughs> yeah, an official oh my god! Member. That was like the highlight, the highlight of that that era of our lives. No, that was pretty cool because we, you know, our our costumes got approved. We were having armor parties at my mom's house because I still live with my mom. Um, and then we got enough people to to start a clan. Yeah, we uh, well we started a squad. Oh, it was just a squad. Was, I think it was me, you, Nick, and Slade. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then we grew- oh, and Alex. Yep. Yeah. And then we grew from there, and, and now- then it was a clan, and now they have a bunch of members, which is crazy to think about. I mean, it's been over ten years I mean, the craziest started. thing- the craziest thing for me was I was at work one day, <laughs> and I noticed somebody had a, uh, uh, Mandalorian helmet as their icon, and I was like- and I was friendly with the guy, I was like, hey, what do you- what, what's- why do you have- a Mandalorian helmet, like it, it just seemed like a generic one to me. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and he goes, "Oh yeah, I love Mandalorian stuff." Yada yada yada. He goes, "Oh, I'm, I'm trying to build a costume." I was like, "Oh, that's cool." <laughs> I go, "Do you know about the Mercs?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, I'm on their page and everything." And, and <laughs> I, I was like, this. "Oh, I was like, yeah." It's like, "Well, who are you talking to?" Like, and he was like, "Oh, I'm talking to so and so," and and I was like, "Oh, I know them." And he's like, "You know them?" <laughs> How? I was like, "Oh yeah, no. Uh, me and my wife started." 
helped a group in this area like <laughs> years ago. And, and he just, he was like starstruck. It was the weirdest yeah. thing. Like I've never had anyone be interested to hear about the costuming stuff we've done. And he was just like, I need to know everything. Like what? <laughs> that's awesome. That That's so cool though. I wish I, 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 wish I had that moment. <laughs> You're still I young. Think, I think I think I think that my equivalent to that is when I I don't know if we were hanging out with Alex or something um, at at I don't know if it was like a dinner or at a convention and he was like no he pointed to me to this person he's like no this is Sinclair like the Sinclair and I was like I don't know if the the needs to be in front of that <laughs> like I don't <laughs> not a lot of people like I don't I. I you know, I met internet friends before, but no one's ever called me by my screen name before. <laughs> and I know that was like my character's name, but it was just so, it's so weird that people still know me by that yellow helmet, which is pretty cool, but also like, that's not really part of my life anymore. It might be actually, cause uh, Slade and I were talking about uh, fixing my kit and uh, reapplying. We're still really friendly with like the, the clan leader and everyone in the clan actually, which is really nice. It's the Fraxen clan, by the way, guys, it's a space shark. <laughs> it covers Southern New England. They do charity events, look them up. <laughs> They're pretty cool. Just like Mandalorian, scare Just, the children. Scare the children, hey, that's a, that's a household name now, my I friend, T-Visors. That's that still shocks me when I walk in a store and I see um, any kind of Mandalorian stuff. Boba Fett's fine. That's pretty tame. I mean, Boba Fett was always big, which is still a really weird. That's like, oh yeah niche thing that just blew up. For I mean, no it's reason. one cool character with what three lines of dialogue? <clears throat> Heck yeah! But it's all it was all the extended universe stuff. Right? That, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because then you get a story in his background. Shout out to Ka Karen Travis for giving us an amazing. Not that it's canon anymore, people, but it was awesome in the in the day. Such a good story, but yeah, Star Wars is a love-hate relationship for us. Well, at least me. I don't know about you. Uh, again, we did the costuming thing for a really long time, and we met the gr I will say the greatest people and the shittiest people. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to put it. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna yeah, sugarcoat I mean, it. That's the thing. The thing with communities in general is you always have those bad apples, you know, and they say the bad apple ruins the bunch or whatever. But that's true. You know, I, I think we've been able to keep some really good relationships out of out of oh those definitely groups in general. So yeah, I, I think uh, now that we're older and looking at you know the younger the next generation taking over or coming into or stepping into fandoms is. I, I'm very grateful for the people, the older people that did accept us when we were young and stupid and thought we could do anything and everything and tried, you know? Um, and it, yeah, again, met some of the greatest people I'll ever know in my entire life through Star Wars, which is fantastic. And I'll say this about any fandom, if you go in too deep, you're gonna find the trash. You are. There's no getting around it. Every fandom has garbage that they're not hiding well, but can't seem to get rid of. Especially, well, I mean, uh, not to go on to anime, but yeah, <laughs> anime, anime, anime fandoms suck. Well, you know me, I only like the weird animes, so I don't I know. deal with fans. I, I still can't, I don't know how you watch the things you watch, JB. They're so, well, maybe I do understand how you can, your brain goes a mile a minute and those, yeah. those shows, the way they're drawn is just like, there's always something going on. But, yeah. Fully Cooly, Excel Saga. Yeah, no. No, thank you. Uh, what was the one with the baseball bat, kid? Baseball bat? Yeah, uh, Paranoia Agency, I think it is. <laughs> I have no idea what that oh, is. Oh, that one's crazy. It's like a 
um, weird mix of like horror and, and yeah. insanity. There, a while, I don't know what episode it was, but a while ago we were talking, I talked briefly about anime, and Sarah said she'd be willing to watch one. Um, Start off with the most messed up thing you can find. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> all I could think of was. Uh... Find one of those barcode mangas. <laughs> really? Do you know of the Barco mangas? <laughs> yes, okay. right. yes. I, I don't know I do. anything else about them other oh than this was God. one of the worst things ever written. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> I was just trying to find like something that was like an eat like one season kind of watch. It'd be kind of kind of tame for her. But again, like so one piece. No, oh my God, <laughs> no, absolutely not. That is definitely one show I could never get into. I don't, I don't like the art style, so there's no way I was going to read it. There was no way I was going to watch it. Um, but yeah, that's... I, I don't know what episode that's on, but it, there was a poll-up, or at least, like, uh, if you have any suggestions of what anime we could start Sarah out with. Sarah doesn't really watch anime. She doesn't... She doesn't... I don't social media, so I never saw the poll. No, it's on... Well, yeah, it's on Spotify. I'm not quite sure how that works. I don't know how that works either. I don't think I don't I know. Saw it. We're, we're still new at this. It, it gave us an option. I, I tried it out. I don't know. JB, you are... You were... Well, you are a guest? You are a guest. You are a guest on this podcast, but you were not at the top of the list, unfortunately. What she thinks. Because you are at my beck and whim whenever I want you. Keep, you... Running, keep running that one through. I mean, you, didn't, you didn't already say that once today. <laughs> You and Liza were supposed to be on here as a duo because you're a duo and because we're, you know, in a pinch and I don't want to get off our schedule too much. Uh, I, I I talked it to the front, uh, through to the boss and she said to interview you. So here we are. I mean, it was me, the dog or the cat, right? <clears throat> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know. Still, I mean, still regretting not getting Kobe on this mic <laughs> and just have a little ASMR of him sniffing it. Huh, twinkle toes. I mean, we can do that right now. No, we cannot. We're not putting the the, the Pomeranian, <laughs> the loudest dog you'll ever meet, ever, on the mic. Oh, he's so cute though. But yeah, so I wanted you and Liza on the the here together so we could talk about SOL. Your baby. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done SOL stuff. I know. But... Number one fan over here. Number one fan. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. What do you mean? Who I am I fighting? Know. I don't know. I mean, you've been in it a lot, but oh, I mean, Amanda, Amanda comments on stuff. And <laughs> that is like, true. <laughs> we have another, another friend in, in, uh, she's in Georgia now. I can't remember exactly where she is. Louise. Um, but she uh, she's always liking our stuff, but... <clears throat> I see how it is. I'll step yeah. in my game. You're, no, you're number one actress. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> God, it's or so extra, bad. I guess. Extra, I'd say extra. Like walk-on cast member, I guess. <laughs> they need something. Megan. <laughs> Usually, I like being the voice behind the camera. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you did a lot for us, especially in the beginning when we needed people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you always. It's always fun when you scream something from off camera. <laughs> But yeah, what is SOL? <clears throat> oh, oh yeah, we should probably go <laughs> what into is, that. What is What does SOL stand for? So SOL is Surviving Shit Ordinary Life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> surviving Ordinary Life. It's a, a YouTube channel Liza and I created a couple years ago now. Um, we do a whole bunch of random stuff. We used to do skits. We kind of held off on skits for a while. Um, and started like a table talk kind of thing where we would just do random reviews and have random conversations and... Uh, it's been a little over a year, I think, now since we've actually posted like really new content. Uh, but we still get hits on all of our older videos, which That's is awesome. crazy. 
Um, is it the Filipino food one? Weirdly enough, it's been Pop-Tarts. Really? Yeah, our Pop-Tart review has kind of gone off because uh, huh. we had labeled it whether or not to toast Pop-Tarts. Oh. Because um, that was the conversation. We had Pop-Tarts. Well, we had a whole list of Pop-Tarts or a mm -hmm. whole line of Pop-Tarts and we toasted one and ate the other um, without being toasted. And for some reason, that one always gets random comments every That's once so in a while. Weird. and just, it I just, love just that. Keeps, keeps performing for us, which is crazy. <laughs> but we basically got to the point where we could monetize. Uh, we just never, never did. did. And haven't really done much with it since. Yeah, but, COVID was kind of hard when it uh, really ate into your scheduling and a lot of other personal things were going on. Yeah, I mean, um, Liza was lucky enough to purchase a house. Mm -hmm. uh, so she's been doing a lot of renovations to that, which has been awesome. And then she got her new job and COVID's been crazy because, you know, she lives with her, uh, her family and obviously we have our family and we were always trying to get guests in and stuff like that. So it put a lot of strain on it. A loud bird. That's a really loud bird. All the windows are closed in here. I, I, I honestly, <laughs> I thought I was having a stroke for a minute. I'm like, how can I hear this? Yeah. It's in our roof. Nature, probably. I mean, probably is. <laughs> yeah, SOL was pretty. I, I always loved it. I, I was. I say your number one fan because I feel like I pushed you guys or at least co like complained a lot to see what you guys are doing or if you're on schedule, if you needed anything or help organize or I know you ate a lot of weird food um, <laughs> at some point on episodes and I was more than happy to help you eat weird shit. Yeah, that one with the hot sauce and peanut butter was really rough. Oh my god, yeah, well, don't, I mean, hey, we got the hot ones, hot sauces, so... Not for me. I mean, my favorite. They're not for me. <laughs> my favorite one to film still was was when we got Liza to the, to the range, and we were able to shoot some guns with her. Yeah. Because she's just so she she never touched a gun before in her life, so it was really interesting to, to have those conversations and go over the safety nice. safety stuff and and um, you know get her her shooting and she loved it. She had a great time. Yeah. Well, uh, but I, she wasn't expecting. Well, of course. I uh, I think we talked about it before, you know, off camera that, uh, you know, people who have never actually touched a gun don't really know how to actually re react to a gun or shoot one. So the fact that, you know, having a like a like, a, you know, a training day or like a nice little intro, that's very low key and casual. It's not that scary. And it's yeah. kind of it is fun. I think so. Doing the same motion over and over again. I can't see anything, so <laughs> target-wise, I'm useless, but I like doing the, the motions over and over. Yeah, and I mean, and a lot of people, uh, you know, when, when they see a gun on the table, think it's going to jump up and, and attack them. It's going to bite them. It's, it's, and that's just not the case. And it's pretty interesting to see, you know, that worry kind of dissipate. I mean, it is still dangerous, but it's, it's nowhere near the level that most people think it is. Mm. Thank you very much, JB, for coming on the Get Downs podcast and talking to me for what seems like hours. What? I, I could go for a lot longer. I don't know about you. I mean, yes, we could, <laughs> we could talk for hours about anything and a bunch of these key points, but that's not what we're here for today. <laughs> but thank you for being on the podcast. We, you know, really appreciate it. This is still kind of like a new thing and really sure how the interview thing is gonna go on and all that jazz but i'm excited for it i think it's a pretty cool segment yeah, and i'm happy to, to have more. other friends on and if there are other friends listening or family members listening that want to be on the podcast please you know where to find us <laughs> thanks guys see you later